Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to New York Talk. This is the Rolling United Podcast. Thank you for being with us. Um, we thought we'd miss an episode last Thursday because nothing will happen. There'll be nothing to talk about. So we proceeded to sign two players. Um, so, yeah, we've got plenty to cover as well as the leaving of uh, Miss Barlasser as well. We'll cover all that in the next hour or so. Uh, Danny will be with us shortly. Uh, he is doing a, an errand at the minute. He will be with us very, very shortly. But you have myself and Mick start with. How are you doing, Mick? I'm all good, mate. Thank you. All good. Thank you. You? I'm very, very good. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll start, as I always like to be. Please do follow us and subscribe. If you're not already, please subscribe on the YouTube channel. Up to, we're creeping up to the target of 900 subscribers, so please do uh, get on there if you haven't done already, because um, we've got stuff coming up over the next few weeks and whatnot. Um, so, there's only one place to start. Let's go through some comments first of who's with us at the minute. Phil Rawlinson, Kim Haywood, Steve Thomas. You're all with us so far. Sean Green, Damien Carwood. Um, John Morell says, evening, lads. Nice you've had a week off while he was on holiday. <laughs> um, yeah, and Harvey Kelvick says, I'm not crying. You are. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Listen, I mean... <laughs> Oh, I we're going to move it on to something completely different now. I was going to say it's great news, and I'm I'm really happy that um, that Ratings have made number one album. I think it's fantastic. Um, so if, if you haven't bought it, go out and buy it. Keep it at number one, boys and girls. So it's been a good week, all in all. Has something else happened that I don't know about? <laughs> something may have happened today, you know, oh, that's been... Oh. Yeah, it might have done. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dan Ballas has left for them United. Uh, what? We'll go through... <laughs> There's loads of comments about him, as you may have expected, but we'll go through those in a minute. Um, we'll also get Danny's, Danny's view on things in a minute when Danny's with us. Um, it's strange, Mick, because it feels like, it feels like he's been around forever. Um, <laughs> and it's, 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 again, strange in a way, because when he came to us, he, was, he looked like a kid. He physically looked like a kid, and when, it, it was the first couple of months, obviously, it didn't quite work out for him. 
but he's now just going with I it's I can't recall many players going with as much affection as he's going with today. There, 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 will, there will be a couple, but there's barely a bad word said about him today on social media. Everything's positive. Yeah. Um, there's no, oh, you're leaving us for this, that and the other. It's just, yeah, thank you, really. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. I, I can't think in my memory, I'm sure there will be, like you said, but I can't think of anybody who's left and gone with almost unanimous good wishes um so that's just a credit it's a credit to the lad it's you know it, it's just a credit purely and simply to him the way he's been the way he's played the way he is everything about him so you know good luck to him he deserves to be playing in the premier league he's good enough to play in the premier league no question about that uh, and I, sh- I for one will certainly be uh, shouting on middlesbrough to uh, to get that well, I suspect it might be that at playoffs, looking at the league table. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm sorry to see him go, but I'm more so I'm thankful for what uh, what we've had from him. Uh, he is a hell of a player, a hell of a player. Mm. Yeah, he is. He is. He's, he's, well, like I said, when when he came, we saw the talent he had. And to refer to the previous management, which we always should be. I think it's great how he matured. The previous manager clearly had a key part to play in terms of mm. his maturity as well. Um, as, as as Dan mentioned in his in his sort of leaving note um, as as well. Uh, yeah, we'll go through some Dan moments in a minute as well. Um, we'll go through some comments. John Hensby says, "Good evening, uh, all bittersweet these days. Some potentially great additions tempered by the loss of Morrison, which we'll talk about later on, uh, and Barlasser, the life of the Millers, eh?" Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, we've got a good one. Paramount UK says that Blow Dan's gone but on the positive. We've got some money and he's not with the pigs. That's yeah. true, that is very, very true. Uh, Jamie says, Gutted that he's left, but happy for the lad. Hope his Premier League dreams come true. But surely a player of his qualities is worth more. Can't remember the last time we saw the play for three million plus. True, uh, Mike the Miller. Dan was a class act, he leaves us with a heavy heart. But best wishes for the successful future and thanks for the wonderful memories. Uh, Brian Vinn, there's loads of these. We could go on all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just not say anything, add anything. We'll just go through these comments. Yeah. Um, Brian Vinn says, Go to Dan's gone, but don't blame him at all. He's up there with Tony Town, who is an all time favourite. Millers, he was he was worth the entrance fee alone. Glenn Hoddle class. Yeah, you must be a good player if you get, you know, the Jordi Pelo, the Jordi Hoddle. If you get, you're getting compared, you know, getting, you know, these comparisons. You're not a bad player, are you, really? <laughs> yeah, precisely, precisely. Um, and and listen, he has he, he has got he's got so much quality. And I, I I've just seen a comment somewhere down there about maybe not sure he'll cut it in the in the Premier League. Um, definitely help him get promoted from from Jack. I I think he would cut it in Premier League. In fact, I don't think there's any doubt about that um, because. Even in the championship, you get less time on the ball than you do in the Premier League. And if you give Dan Barlas a time on the ball, he is going to put it on a sixpence. He's going to absolutely nail it ninety-nine times out of a hundred. So, so I think he would, uh, or I think he will. I don't think there's any. There's no wood about it. He will cut it in the Premier League whenever he gets there, whether it be with Middlesbrough or whether he moves on from there. So, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad that he's gone, but it was, it was inevitable. 
Um, unless we, unless we, unless we were in the position that Middlesbrough were in now, God forbid that I can't, if I can't see that happening any time in the near future. Then uh, it, it was always gonna, it was always gonna go on to better things. Um, so it goes with absolutely all the best wishes that you could possibly give him. To be honest, mm. where does he rate me? Because this is the age-old question whenever this type of player leaves. Uh, I mentioned earlier he's one of the best midfielders I can remember seeing. Sort of mentioned Frex, which is a va- which is very very true. Mm. Um, but they're very very different players. You know, you've got two two people. people you got like Rathbone and Barlash. They're almost incomparable yeah. because of the jobs that they do. Um, but where does he rate? Somebody mentioned there his favourite player along with Tony Towner. Uh, where does where does Barlash rate in the list of Rotherham greats? Um, he's, he's, he's right up there. Because of his ability, and, and not and not only that, because of his personality as well. Mm. Um, you know, he, he he could have he could have stayed at, at Newcastle and, and then toughed it out there, but he didn't. He came to Little Rotherham, um, and 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 developed his developed his career. Uh, I always look back to, and I've, I've mentioned it a few times in the past. Steve Thompson, who, who played that very same position uh, that Dan Barlasser plays, um, and Tom was at the end of his career when he came to us. Um, he was absolutely outstanding. I think for me, Dan is a better player. Mm. Uh, he's a better player, and and, and Tomo was probably one of my favourite ever Rotherham United midfielders, just because of his ability to read the game. Dan Barlas has got it. He's got he's got all that, but he's also got other attributes as well that Tomo didn't have. Youth being one of them. Um, <laughs> so, um, it, mate, as far as central midfielders go, he is probably one of the best that I've seen that's ever played at this club. Um, I, I know we, we, we're banging on now and, and being all sort of... You know, we can't know, he's gone. <laughs> uh, uh, but he is, there's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, and I just hope, for, for Dan's sake, that we've had a lot of players at our club, through our club, with huge potential. Very few of whom have gone on to, to, to realise that potential. Um, I, I hope that Dan's the first one that, that really does make it crack. Um he, he certainly deserves to be, and he's got the ability. So, uh, but yeah, he's, he's up there with with one of the best central midfielders we've ever had, no doubt about it. Mm. Uh, yeah, John Hensby says Barlas rates highly in terms of middle midfielder. He says only second only to Frecklington. Yeah, he's second only to Frecklington. Then you've done a damn good job at this football club. What Frecklington's done for did for us. Uh, if you if you're in that conversation, you've done very 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 well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jack, I'm here yeah. somehow. I feel right. It says Jody Morris is a good shout. It went when we had him briefly in the, in the early 2000s. He was ex- he was exceptional. He was a Premier League player. But again, I suppose maybe different ends of their careers as well, weren't they? A bit yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, and he came with so much baggage, Jody Morris as well, um, which Dan don't have. So mm. yeah, uh, basically, Dan has, Dan is a great loss, brilliant player on his day, and a gentleman to come come on board and take him to the Premiership. And again, we're not going to. We're going to probably mention. Keep talking about Dan until Danny gets here to give Danny a chance to mention it. Um, but he's a great guy as well. I mean, the, the amount of Rotherham fans on Twitter or on social media that will tell you they've spoken to him and how great he is. Obviously, he came on the podcast last year, this time last year, almost a year ago, and was was brilliant with us. Stayed on afterwards for twenty minutes and talked. And every time we've seen him since in person, he's recognised us and had a chat with us. Um, it's another one of the good human beings, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and and you've got you've got to thank the previous management for 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 him being here. Uh, there's no doubt. I think 
he, he wouldn't have been here had it not been for them. Um, you know, so so yeah, yeah, full package, isn't it? Full package. Yeah, yeah, and more importantly, possibly more importantly, so sorry, Dan, uh, we lose Allison as well. Yeah, uh, UK beat me too, and no more Allison, no more Allison Barlas at New York Stadium and following the Millers anymore. Um, the, the, uh, this is almost a loss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is almost as upsetting. I'm sorry, Dan, but it is. And <laughs> I, I know one certain person who's going to be who's going to be under constant constant supervision for the next few days, uh, making sure that they don't don't do anything to harm themselves. Um, so if you're listening, the RUFC, our our commiserations go out to you, and we're always here. For, we're always here. Just drop us a. <laughs> There's a line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. We did try to get Alison at the start of the season again, but she had she's got grandkids. Grandkids to obviously take pressing over us, as you can as you'd expect. Um, but yeah, again, Alison came on the last Christmas, last last Christmas special, brilliant as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we will miss the bar lasses big time. But we'll see him again in April. <laughs> Hopefully, if he sends us down, we take all of this back. Don't mean a single word if he scores the goal to send us down. Um, talk about the price tag, Mick. 1.5 million. Uh, well, rumoured to be 900k up front with add-ons of 600,000. So take it up to 1.5. We obviously don't know about the, the breakdown of that, whether that's installments or etc. But 1.5 million, let's just call it, it less than six months on his contract. That's probably. Do you, think, do you think that's fair? Do you think that's overpriced? Do you think that's slightly underpriced? What do you think? I think if if that's what we're getting, that's a damn good deal with, for a player with six months left on his contract, and also an indication as to as to the the, the status that he's held in by by other clubs. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that's what we're going to get out of it. Um, football being football, we won't see it again. We won't see it for six, eight, twelve months, whatever it is. Because um, even these these transfer fees are paid in instalments anyway, aren't they? So um, you know it's not as though um, Big Tony's uh, sat there counting fivers out at the moment. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's it's got to be a good deal. You've got to be happy with that. Um, we were anticipating. I think I think at the beginning of the transfer window, if somebody had said by the end of it, Dunbar Lasso will have gone to Middlesbrough. How much do you think? Nobody would have come even close to that mm. amount of money. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good deal, no question. Um, because of the time, the length of time he's got on his contract, mm, yeah. Um, a few questions on the sell on clause. Uh, Shelley, mm. is there a fee? Is, is the fee to Newcastle still active? Heard mixed things. Um, YouTube users said exactly the same thing. The answer seems to be that nobody knows. Mm. <laughs> uh, the rumors I hear is that yeah, it's, it's, it's expired. Um, but then you also I've also heard that it's not expired. I don't know. Um, and there doesn't seem to be any clarification. I know Paul Davis tweeted about it that he's he's chasing up. If any man's gonna to get to the bottom of it, it's gonna be Paul Davis. Um and if I'm sure if he finds out he'll he'll let everybody know as well because he does his job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, my the strong words are that it isn't active, and I don't know how that works exactly. But that it does seem to be that we, we've we've dodged a bullet there, um, which again I suppose is hats. If that's true, Mick, hats off to have arranged the deal. I suppose because yeah. somehow it expired. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I don't see how that's that's even 
that's even a possibility. But I mean, Newcastle are desperate for cash as well, aren't they? So you know, <laughs> they'll be gutted that uh, <laughs> uh, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? It's, it, it, from, from a supporter's point of view, it's not really well. Like I say, it's not relevant. I suppose it is really because you know these new players, the players we've got got in, and 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 hopefully, hopefully there'll be more before Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Um, then you know that that money that money is going to be already earmarked, um, and it may be that by Tuesday night we're talking about Gio going as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if Gio goes again, that's going to be for a fee. So we've brought some class players in, um, even if the even the loan players have got to have their wages paid. Uh, so you know the money's got to come from somewhere. So we'll have to wait and see. But hopefully, hopefully. Either Newcastle forget about it, wave it, or it's expired, uh, or it never existed in first place, or it's one percent. You know, I don't know. Whatever, whatever. We'll have to we'll have to just wait and see on that one. It's there's not a lot of point speculating, is there? Because no. as you point out, nobody actually <laughs> actually knows. Mm. Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, Russ Russ Vern just makes me say it. there's something in the Sunderland Echo saying that there is still active sell on clause. Um, John Hensby here says, correct, Matt, nobody knows. There's a thought that expired after two years, but why would Newcastle agree to that? Yeah, I, I, well, we may never find out. You know you know what I mean? We'll, we'll have to sort of wait and see. John Morrell um, might have the answer to that question there. Um, don't most sell-on fees clauses expire when the player enters the final 12 months of the contract? Says he's uh, sure that's read in, he's read that that's common in some contracts. So that that would fit in with mm-hmm. the the... the, the the um, speculation as to whether or not it's expired. So, who knows? Yeah. Uh, Tom J. Brown says, "Do we have we put a sell-on clause? I haven't heard anything, and I think that would have been mentioned, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to cover this last comment, this last comment, possibly our last comment before Danny gets here. IFC says, you could tell Barlasser had gone at Watford doing stupid spins and putting poor passes together. Now, I'm going to go to the opposite point to that, Mick. And again, probably the last point on Barlasa is, I think he deserves a huge amount of credit for continually putting in performances until the very, very end. Excluding the Ipswich game, because I thought when he came on, he was non-effective, but that might not have been him. I think that everybody was garbage. Yeah. I think, you look at Wilesy, when he had his head turned, he was poor for a long time. Dan's, Dan's clearly, this move's been on the offing since, well, it might have been since his last window, we don't know. Yeah. And I, I think he's just a massive credit for not showing. If he has had his head turned, there's no evidence of that on the pitch for me. I, th- I thought he's been brilliant till the end. Yeah, he has. He has. He's hit a poor run of form at the same time that the rest of the team had a poor run of form. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't at his absolute best. Uh, but on the flip side of that, he also went moping about mm. uh, with his head down, trying to get out of doing anything. So, uh, And he took the armband uh, and, and led the team certainly in the last two games, to two fantastic performances. Uh, so, no, yeah, I, I, I have no criticism of him whatsoever. I, I, I haven't, you know. The only criticism I've got of Dan Barlas is the first couple of games he had for us when he looked yes. like a rabbit in headlights. Mm-hmm. Um, but he soon shook that off and, and showed us what he could do. And, boy, what can he do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Just shows if you're professional and play well, you're going to get your move. Yeah, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when Danny gets here, when I'll we'll, we'll obviously give Danny a chance to talk about 
his thoughts. Do you have a, do you have a before, we, before we move on, you've got a favourite Barlasson moment, Mick, or goal or assist or pass or <laughs> something stupid? There's been so many, haven't there? There's been so many. I mean, the goal against Accrington was a fantastic strike. An absolute sweet as your nuts, as sweet as a nut strike. Um, so I guess that's probably probably the highlight. But but some of the, I mean, the 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 the, the setup for for Connor Washington for um, the goal against Blackburn mm. again, beautiful. Uh, the, the two against Coventry, uh, two <laughs> absolute peaches, you know. And it, it just goes on and on and on. We could be here all night talking about this pass, that pass. It, it is an absolute. Well, Perlo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will try and get Dan on back on the podcast if we can. Uh, we've, we've put the question out there. As you can imagine, he's going to be incredibly busy and he's got a new club. Um, but I'm sure if he can spare us 10 minutes, he will, knowing the type of guy that he is. Mm. J-Boy says it was when he held the four fingers up against Donny. <laughs> <after Billy. laughs> That's one of my favourites as well. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That pass to, to um, Adelican as well. In the, in the, I can't move her against, but that pass to Adelican where Adelican should have done loads, but were just ridiculous. Yeah, um, and that was one of the first sort of signs of well, the man that the man that would go on to be, I suppose. Um, yeah, thank you, Dan, for everything. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I did I did some stats. So I, I've done the research. I'm gonna say him. He's done 152 appearances, 17 goals, 25 assists, two promotions, and a Wembley win. That's not so bad. That's not so bad at all, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Um, finally, finally, Russ Furness says, can't forget how, how kind Dan Barlas was, wishing him a happy birthday when he turned 30 in March. All the best to the Jordi Pirlo. Yeah, exactly. What a guy. Right, we're going to move off from transfers very briefly, and then we'll move back to them in a moment. Um Shelley IFC says, is Morrison actually out? I've heard different things. Wasn't it in a development team that played on Friday? Now, the reports started on Saturday evening that Sean Morrison had done a quad injury uh, and he's out for the rest of the season. Now, again, first of all, to, to, to stress, this is unconfirmed. Matt Taylor and the club have obviously confirmed, not confirmed this, which you would expect. There's no, pre there's no press conference until probably Thursday or Friday. So we're probably not going to hear anything until then. So we don't know for certain. We don't know for certain the length of the injury and that we don't know the type of the injury. So what we're going to be talking about is all speculation. We're going to talk about it. The speculation is, Mick, is, done it, well, it's difficult. He's done a quad injury. And I've done a bit of research on this and he would have to have torn it significantly for it to be more than a four to eight week break. Mm -hmm. um, my tab I had open for it has disappeared, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But it, it would have to be a really, really significant tear to the quad mm. for it to be out for the season, which, if it is, would be a just cruel look. He'd been out weird. I think it's an ACL he didn't. If he's done his quad now for the season, that's just, that would be so unlucky. Yeah, it would. It would for him and for us. Um, mm. We'll have to just wait and see. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what, what, the, what the, um, the, the club put out this week. Mm. I, I mean, it... it for me, I'm not massively concerned. We've only had him for two games and we have got replacements for him for me. Um, Grant Hall's back, Richard Wood's back. You know, the, the, there are players that can step in. Lee Peltier has been, he, he's more than capable. So I'm not, I'm not 
massively concerned from a from a on the pitch point of view. It's it's the it's the leadership side of it that that mm. that might cause an issue, but that's Woody's job anyway. Woody's club captain and he's he's done a fantastic job of that over the years, and there's no reason to think that he can't do that now. Um for me, Sean Morrison seems to be a very similar player to Grant Hall. Mm. Uh, very, very similar in in the way that they approach the game. Um, the, the only difference is, I would say that the Grant Hall's a little bit got a little bit more pace, um, but we know that he is prone to rushes of blood, um, a la Blackburn game away. So um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? It is a it is a disappointment. It is a disappointment, but it's not the end of the world by any stretch of imagination. We've got. I mean, we 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 have had two games where we've had we've had the 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 whole bench has been defenders. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. So it's not, it's yeah. not as though we're short in that department. Mm. Yeah, uh, I just checked ten to tw- if it's a torn quad. Obviously, this is just Google, so take it with a massive pinch of salt. A torn quad is around ten to twelve weeks, um, which is obviously which, three about three months. But that's not yeah. the season, is it? It takes you pretty much towards it the back takes end. It takes you to April, doesn't it? Yeah. And then he's got to get back to being match fit and everything else. The season's virtually over. Possibly. Possibly. If, if it's hopefully, you're getting back in, in time for the last month, like a new yeah. signing, potentially. Potentially. We're also we're obviously speculating. Um, Powerman UK says he's sceptical of the information. I think yeah. you're right to be, but at the same time, this information rarely comes from nowhere. You know, we, the leaks that generally come out of the club for this type of thing tend to be pretty spot on, to be fair. Whether they should come out or not is a different question. Um, but, you know, this is where we are. If Nicholas Skidmore says Hall is good enough to cover him for sure. Uh, Sam Hadfield says on Wood, the issue is Wood isn't good enough. Hall will be injured for a few games and Harding and Peltier are not centre-backs. Yeah, there's an issue with Wood in, as, as a, as a back, in a back two in terms of, in terms of uh, the central, central defenders. Um, yeah. Jay Boy says he play Yelder there. You play Yelder centre back, Bramall left back. But we're in the middle of the transfer window. You know, this has happened now rather than at the Sheffield United game. Yeah. If if it is you know, a season ender, Matt Taylor can dip into another transfer and we can bring a replacement in. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be, I'd be reluctant to play uh, Humphreys and Hel- and Helder uh, as as two central defenders mm. in a back yeah. four. There, just just given the lack of experience, really. Um, you certainly need an experienced head as to of, of you know in one of those middle middle two of a back four. So yeah, um, yeah, and I, I do take the point about Grant Hall being um, a little bit like Fergie in terms of um, you know what he's made out of um, and whether he's whether he can manage to string three games together. We'll have to wait and see. Um, don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'm sure, given the way that we've performed so far this January. Uh, on and off the pitch, that um, <laughs> the the club will be all over it. They'll be all mm. over it like a cheap suit, won't they? So, yeah. Um, Conflict information whether it was done in training. Sam Hadfield says, says it was done in training. We had another comment here saying they think it's thought it doing done in a game. I mean, if it, if it's an injury, Mick, does it really matter? You know, you know, if it turns out it was in a, in, a, in a game that they that they'd done, people are sort of saying, well, they shouldn't be playing in these games because oh, he's been injured. Uh, but he'd have gone two weeks without a game, and having gone a year without a game, he, he needs minutes anyway. What, if... what, what we're saying here that we could they can train, they can do the drills, but they can't actually play a game. 
Well, exactly. I mean, I, I, I've, I've coached under eights and, and upwards up to under 15s. And if I'd said, you're doing your drills and then you're going home, you're not having a game, they'd have gone mad. So <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure players are a bit same. Of course, they've got to play some games. Of course, they've got to play some games, whether it be against each other, whether it be against, in, you know, against another team reserves or, or whatever. They've got to play some games. Um, so it makes no difference, really. It makes a difference whether it's in training or in a friendly. Um, you know, if if it happened in a friendly, if they'd not played the friendly, it would have happened in training. Possibly, yeah. Or in or in a in a league game, it makes no difference, really. In my view, anyway. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You can't, you can't just not play players because you're scared of getting them injured unless they are yeah. on the on the verge of it. That would then be record. But he need, he needed the minutes. Bear in mind, how much he'd not played anyway for me. Um, John Rails says into Chongo was at Birmingham last season, did his in training with no one around him. Just one of those things, yeah. People get injured. Um, that's football. You've got to you've got to deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, no other injuries reported, but again, we'll find out. This may be nothing. You know, It may well be it gets a scan next week and it's only a two to four week job. We'll have to, we'll have to probably wait and see. I, I would be surprised if he did it on Saturday or Friday. I doubt he's had a scan yet, uh, you know, a proper scan. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that one. Hopefully it's not as... Uh, not as bad as what we hope, what we uh, what we've heard. Uh, right, we're going to move on to transfers on what was a very very good week of transfers last last week, Mick. Mm. Um, we will start with Jordan Hugel, who, who was coming on a permanent transfer, the first permanent transfer of the January window, which is which I like. Big fan, big fan of a permanent permanent transfer. I haven't seen any notes about a fee, but I've we've we've all heard that the wages are essentially incredible compared to what we've paid previously. How would you feel about, first of all, John Hugel, let's talk about the man himself and the player himself. How do you feel about that, first of all? We need a striker. We need somebody up front who is a, who is a, a recognised striker. Uh, I've seen mixed reports about Hugel. I don't know anything about the lad myself. I've not really seen anything of him. I've not really watched him. And I've seen mixed reports, some, some really, really glowing Others really scathing, and, mm. and very little in between, really. To be fair, so it's going to be interesting. It, it, from I take from that, that he's a player who needs to be comfortable in his environment, um, and if he's if he's not comfortable playing in a particular way or in a particular club, or, or or if things aren't right, then he's not going to perform. But you know, if 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 he's if he's comfortable and happy, then he will perform. I, I, that's I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, but. Uh, that that's my sort of take on it. I I think it's a good move. 
Um, your, your players don't go for £10 million plus if they're crap. Mm. No matter what anybody, any supporter says anywhere, that doesn't happen. Um, not, not at this level, at championship level anyway. Uh, it might happen in the Premier League, but um, but certainly not at this level. So we'll have to wait and see what he what he brings to us. But we certainly need somebody like that mm. uh, of, of that kind of stature, um, you know, just to just to help the ball stick uh, when it does get up there, uh, because that has been a major issue for us. Uh, with the best greatest respect to Chio, it's not his game. No. You know he doesn't. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a player to hold the ball up. He's a player to be turning and facing the opposition and running at them. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. I, I, I'm, 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 for me, the jury's out just on the basis that I've seen so much conflicting um, information. Is not the right word, is it? Because it's not information on the internet. It's just conflicting <laughs> gossip. <laughs> yeah, well, we I messaged Gab Sutton. If you're on Twitter, you know Gab Sutton is the the oracle of the football league. So I messaged him because I'm same as Mick. I, I, Hugo scored against us, but I couldn't before seeing. I couldn't have picked him out of lineup to be honest with you. Yeah. So I'm just going to read out what Gab sent us because if Gab says it, then it's going to be true. It's a bit lengthy, but I'll just read it out and we can, we can go from there. Uh, he says he got a hard rap at West Brom because his finishing wasn't up to scratch at the time, and he's had a tough few years since leaving Preston. Uh, he wasn't quite good enough for West Brom. Uh, Norwich, he was comp- competing with Pukki, which is always going to be tough. He's very industrious, hardworking centre-forward who will keep you pressing right to the end. I think he, th- he thinks our fans will love him. And while we don't see him as a 15-20 goal seasoned kind of man, there's an outside chance that playing somewhere he will feel more appreciated will give him more, more confidence to find some form. He's not that tall, but he's got a good spring on him and his old play is very good. Gab Scab finishes by saying, I like the signing, feel like we're having a good window. We all do as well. Mm. Um, he seems to tick many, many of the boxes. Make yeah. uh, many, many of the boxes. We need a hold-up play. We've, since Smithy left, we've we've had no hold-up play. No. It's not worked for one reason or another. It's not worked for Tom Eaves. That's not Connor Washington's job. Uh, he, he does other things better than that. Mm. And like you mentioned, Chios, that's not Chios' job either. Georgie Kelly might be able to do it, but again, he's not stayed fit for long mm. enough. Mm. Hugo could be the man to, to hold the ball up, essentially. Just, just allow us that little bit of Time and space to move the move the attack forward, really. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you, you 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 point out absolutely rightly that we've had nobody this season who's been able to stay fit for long enough mm-hmm. to um, you know to, to to be able to play that role for us. Um, Tommy Eves managed to get two or three games before before he got injured. You know, his first game he was he was his, his first touch were awful. Um, I think I compared it to our Gary's door when 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 he. When he, when he in his first game, but then he, he started to start to really uh, really get into it and 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 hold the ball up a little bit better, and then boom, hamstring on. So mm-hmm. you know we've not had any luck there. Um, Georgie Kelly again, uh, two games and, and and another injury kind of kind of situation. So um, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But for me, it's a positive signing because of his experience. Um, and and the level that he's played at, you know, we're not we're not picking somebody out of League Two and and hoping off the bench at Bury and hope you know and having to spend two seasons getting him into a a position where they're ready to play at this level like we did with Michael Smith. We were able to do that because of of, of where we were. We're not in that position now. We need somebody who's going to fit straight in. So um, and and Gab said there, you know, he he seems to be one of these players who when he's happy, 
he'll play well when he's not happy in his environment. His, his form suffers, so fingers crossed he's going to be happy here and um, and, and his form picks up. Mm. Yeah. Now again, let's talk about the, uh, the sort of finance of the of the deal. We don't know the, the, his wages, obviously, and we shouldn't do. Um, the question is, he's on a three and a half year contract, and he's a thirty year old thirty year old player. And he mentioned several times in his in his sort of signing interview that that was one of the reasons the length of the deal was one of the reasons that attracted him. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two ways looking at it. You say that's really really good from the club because the club have gone right, they've done whatever they can to sign this guy. No, it will give you an extra year, I imagine, compared to everybody else. Or does it say, what the hell are we doing? We're giving a three-and-a-half-year contract to a 30-year-old guy. Which which way do you go? I go the first way. Mm-hmm. I go the first way. Because if, if if anybody's stupid enough to think that he's come along and said, I want three-and-a-half years, and we've gone, oh, OK. <laughs> you know I mean? Without any consideration, any thought uh, of, of, as to whether or not it benefits us as a club, then, then, then you must be, then you're stupid. You know, we've done it. Well, I mean, you, we, we're not going to do that as a club. We are not going to do that. You know, the benefit has got to be there. Tony Stewart, you know, the you know the person that probably the same people have been banging about not spending any money. Are we just saying all of a sudden he's now going to just go? Oh, all right, then I'll spend it all without giving any 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 thought or consideration to what's mm. whether it's going to be beneficial to the club. Of course, he is. So yeah, it does seem a long contract for a player of that age. It benefits him. It must benefit us. Hmm. Yeah. That, that's my view. You know, they will have thought about it. We'll have discussed it. It will have been a point of discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, Sam Hadfield. I can't find a comment. Sam Hadfield mentions that he believes that there is a, a break, essentially a break clause in the contract if we go down, where he can go for for not not much. Which is which works as well. I don't expect those wages are payable in League One for us. Um, if there are any, what we what we anticipate. So possibly, I, I'm quite excited. To be honest with you, got the championship experience. Um, I know we're paying a lot of money wages wise, but you can, there's no outlay in the terms of transfers. It almost feels like a little bit free if if we get Georgie fit and we get kind of what keep walking on Washington fit. You've got three really good strikers to pick from then, and we're only playing one striker, aren't we? We're not playing mm-hmm. two up top. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Tommy stays, then you've got a fourth choice there if needs be. You may be, you may be leaving, um, which might be the best thing for him, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, Tommy needs some game time, doesn't he? He's desperate for yeah, yeah. The guy needs some game time because he has got something to offer. There's no question about it. He's got something to offer, you know. But you can't just drop him in after after three or four weeks out and then expect him to hit ground running. It's not going to happen. That's not the type of player that he is. You know, he needs to. He's a bit like Woody. You know, you can't drop Woody in after after being out for four games and expect yeah. him to be on the ball, can you? Because he's not. He never is. You know, it takes him two or three games to get himself back into it. And I think Eves is a similar player. He's certainly got something to offer. Um, but we'll have to wait and see whether uh, whether it's for us or not. Mm. Yeah, we will. Um, Sam Hanfield says he's not sure if Tunnishu has ever been the problem regarding, regarding signings. This is the previous manager that was one who didn't want to sign the bigger names as they normally come with a bit of an ego. Who knows? Um, we may as well mention this now. We'll, I'll, I'll put a, we'll put an amnesty in for the next five, ten minutes. For the previous <laughs> We've got, it's been something mentioned a few people, and it's going to cost about 20 quid if we have this conversation. So for the next ten minutes, well, there's no pounds in the pot if you mention the previous manager's name. Um, 
we'll talk about Connor Coventry in a minute, but the people are, I'm not sure they're unhappy, Mick, but people are now questioning whether Paul Warren was a problem in terms of our survival in the championship because of his reluctance to sign these players. Essentially, almost what Sam's saying there is that, well, if Matt Taylor can sign these players, what's stopping Paul Warren signing these players You know, 18 months ago, for example? Um it is a difficult one because we don't know. Because we don't, oh, yeah. these players may not have been presented. You know, I mean, Paul Davis reported today that Foster was a target under Paul Warren previously. So we did try and sign him, but Matt yeah. Taylor's now been able to sign him for one reason or another. Um, I don't really like it, to be honest with you, Mick. I don't like the idea that people that Paul Warren held us back because he don't think he did. He did incredible <laughs> stuff for this football club. Yeah. Um, but it, I understand the question. I, I, I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But I suppose I can understand the question why are these players coming now, these type of players, when they didn't come 18 months ago? Because they weren't available 18 months ago. The, the same, you know, similar types of players. Oh, really? Who knows? You don't know. So we're, 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 straight away, we're off, to a, we're off to speculation without any sort of basis in, you know, without any basis for it. The, the, there's been some sort of... Um, extract from an interview with with Warney on uh, on that's been taken on social media about him not liking, however many players in his squad or wanting a small mm. squad or, or whatever. But he's taken completely out of context. My my from my understanding, you know, the, the 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 stuff that surrounds the bit that we've seen on the internet sort of it goes into a lot more detail about it. So it, it it's 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 an irrelevance, really. It is an absolute irrelevance. All that is important and all that we need to know is that Paul Warren was our manager for five years, six years, whatever it was now, a long time. Mm. And during the, during the course of his tenure as manager, he gave absolutely 100% to the cause. And it was incredibly successful. He oversaw probably one of the most successful periods in the club's history in terms of the promotions, the cup win and everything else. Yet it would be a bit of a yo-yo, yet it would up, yet it were down, and up again and down again and so on. However, overall, it was probably one of the most successful tenures of a manager within the history of this club, given the length of it as well. I know Ronnie did a lot. Uh, Ronnie got us promoted a couple of times as well, but it, that was only over a two or three year period. Warney sustained it over a little bit longer. So uh, it's over now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a new manager in. He's bringing in players that he wants. The, the chairman said at the beginning of the season he was going to back the manager. We've got to January, he's backing the manager. What, what What's the problem? Mm. Just get yeah. on with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he may have held us back. He probably did because he's got his limitations as a manager and he fully accepts that, uh, that and embraces it. And, and if he's successful in getting Derby promoted this season... Maybe, maybe he won't be able to keep him in the in the in the championship next. We hmm. said it when he left. Maybe this is his level. This top of top of league one, bottom of championship. Maybe this is worn his level. If it is, it is. It's nothing to do with us now. You hmm. know, he's got us here on the back of a season with a promotion and a Wembley win. We've changed regimes, and the chairman is now backing the current manager, bringing in new new players. What 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 else do we need to talk about? Mm. Yeah, uh, John Morell says managers don't sign these play- players any day. Who thinks these are barking? It's all technical directors and recruitment teams. 
We don't have a technical director, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, John. Um, we have Rob Scott. That's it. <laughs> Our recruitment team is is so slim. From my understanding, it's so slim. Uh, Paul One was was whether Matt Tillery is as, as well. I don't know. But I know Paul One was so hands on with signings. It was almost it, you know the, the, he didn't he didn't have the only say, but he had a huge part to say in it. Um, Imagine if we had a technical director or a director of football, yeah? 21st century Millers. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, basically, he says he had a theory regarding one that he was too close to Mr. Stewart. So as, so as an example, he says he's play, a player who's for sale for 100 grand. Mr. Stewart says he can get him 50 grand if he's yours. Possibly. When you work together that long, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, I think anybody that says he held us back, I think is being really incredibly harsh on Paul Warren. That's my opinion. And like Mick says, it doesn't really matter anymore. Because <laughs> he's gone. He chose to leave. Right. That's the indemnity done, Mick. Yeah. But any, any more mentions now, pounds back in the pot. Right, five ten. Yeah. Um, right, next one. Pound UK says, can we stop talking about Rotherham for a minute and talk about Con- uh, Coventry? Connor Coventry. Yes. <laughs> Uh, another signing who is, I don't think, a direct replacement for Dan Barlasser. Uh, that's that sort of first thing to tick off the list. Um, he is a different type of player, from my understanding. I have another message from an MK Dons fan, which I was on Jonathan Harris, uh, who well, we haven't spoken on the podcast before, but I've, I've, he's been interacting with us on Twitter. He says he's a gritty, hardworking, eye for a pass vocal leader. So maybe, maybe a little bit of a Barlasser in there, uh, picking mm-hmm. a pass. But another leader on the pitch, which is great, um, and a hardworking midfielder. <laughs> Again, what perfect, Mick. Perfect. So yeah, there you go. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's sounds like he's made for us, um, you know. And if he has got an eye for a pass, that's that's even better. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. We we'll see how he how he progresses. We've certainly got the pedigree, has he? Aren't he? You know. Mm. Um, you look at the West Ham. Look at again. You, when he, when he signed for us, West Ham let him go out on loan. You look at some of the comments from West Ham players, and again, much like Elder, they were expecting mm-hmm. to, to see him in their first team this season um, and not loaned out. So uh, the lads obviously of a level that should be comfortable in the championship. Um, and it's an area that this this obviously, this signing, I suspect, came on the back of the, the, the Barlasa move. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that, that was done... At, Done and dusted behind the scenes yeah. to all intents and purposes. So um, probably is coming as a, coming in as a as a kind of a replacement. Uh, certainly as a replacement body, if not a replacement player, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, um, he again. We did try sign him last season. Um, at the start of last season, we did try sign. He ended up going to Peterborough, where he played. 12 times in the championship last season. But again, we know how much a basket case Peter turned out to be in the cha- in the championship last season and got relegated with a bit of a whimper. Mm. Uh, he then went to MK Dons and played 20 times in the league. And we know how much they pushed us. We know how good that MK Dons team was. And I know how much of an important part it was in that team. Um, so that's, again, that showed that. When when they when they uh, they came to our place and won with 10 men, he was he was pivotal to that team. Uh, yeah, right. to that performance. Uh, mm. I, I seem to. I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we were we were commenting him on, commenting on him um, in that game as being uh, quite a key key player in that team. So, 
We'll see. Fingers yeah, crossed. not a goal scorer. Uh, only one goal in his career. That was against Crew last season for, for MK Dons. Probably from a crew goal kick. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Direct from a crew goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicholas Gilmour says, you don't get in the Europa Conference team if you haven't done something. Yeah, he's played five times in this season's Europa Conference League for, uh, for West Ham. Uh, not clear if they were all starts or not, but I'll find out. Um, yeah, I know people joke about Europe Conference League, but it's still European competition. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, it's high level at Championship, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just um, saying. He did play. He, he played like I said five times in the Europa League, Europe Conference League. He's also played in the League Cup. He also played against Manchester City in in August as well. So he's got minutes against some of the best teams and some of the most average teams Europe has to offer in the Europa League. Um, I'm going to talk about this last time. I make the mention last time. I sounds feel really sorry for Jamie Lindsay yeah. um, because yeah. <laughs> this yeah. guy sounds closer to Rathbone than he does to Barlas, or, or I think he probably has got a bit of a Barlasser in him. Mm. Um, it sounds like he's being replaced to me. <laughs> I'm not so sure, but yeah, it, it does, doesn't it? It does. Um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. It, I just... I love Jamie Lindsay. No, I mean. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I would hate to see him leave this football club. I really would. Um, I just... Yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that. I hope not. I, I really hope not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> let me just put some context into the minutes. He played a minute in one of the games in the Europa Conference League. He played uh, a minute against Manchester City as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when he plays minutes, he has played some. We put Adam together, it adds up to more than one. I, I, I'll um, be honest with you, I don't think that really should have been, he should have brought that into mix. I, I might have, <laughs> as I've been doing yours, I might have ignored that. <laughs> uh, he's got minutes um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll move on to some other rumours in a moment uh, John, Jack McCourt says Lindsay is a very good backup Jimmy doesn't get a start because his effort is amazing but quality is downfall at times yeah well yeah. only Rathbone's keeping Jimmy Lindsay out of the team I suppose it's difficult, yeah. difficult to have two of those in one team and unfortunately Rathbone's better at it um, yeah. I think anyway so that is a shame for him. Um, <laughs> Gary Townsend. Sorry, Tommy, if you're watching. Uh, Gary Townsend says, just hope Eves goes. He's useless. He's Sad been linked with Bolton. You are? I don't agree with that. I know you don't. Do you feel the need to jump to a Tommy Eves' defence or should we move on? No, move on. Move on. I, I've already jumped to Tommy Eves' defensive pass, so I, I just don't agree with Gary there. That's all. No, I know you don't. <laughs> um, he was linked with Bolton, but Bolton have signed two strikers since that link came up, so he's probably not going to go to Bolton. Um, a shame for him, really. I, th I feel like Bolton was a good fit to him, although I wouldn't want to play under Ian Everett. Um, so maybe that's, <laughs> that's part of it. In League One, why not? <laughs> uh, Sam Hanfield says possibly Barnsley. That make perfect sense, to be honest with you. Mm. Um yeah, feels, we'll talk about it. If, it. if it leaves, we'll talk about it. I do feel sorry for Tommy. I think he's been dealt a crap hand at Rotherham United yeah. um, in general. But that's how it goes. You know, it could be worse. You could be going, leaving Bolton and going to Leighton Orient. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, good evening, Kieran, if you're watching. 
Uh, sorry. Um, grass isn't always greener, is it? Let's put it that way. Uh, look, we have another one. Gary <laughs> Townsend is not even good enough for Bolton. Um, <laughs> leave it, uh, we had it. Let it go. Go on. What? I said, leave it, Gary. Let it go. <laughs> um, couple of rumours to cover now who have more incomings. We, don't have, we haven't got any outgoing rumours. Um, I, I might create one in a moment, but we'll see. Um, J-Boy says any news on Cafu, not the Brazilian one, the Portuguese <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, Cafu from Forest is a link. Uh, he's a Portuguese midfielder from at Forest. I assume it would be another loan. I think we're up to three. Grant Hall, Yelder, Fossu. That's four, isn't it? Grant mm. Hall, Yelder, Fossu, that's three. Oh, yeah. Coventry, four. So we've yeah. got space for one more loanee. Uh, now we're linked with the guy from Watford. I don't know what his name is. Carla, no, not Carla. Kanoa. Kanoa from Watford, which will be a loan mm-hmm. if that if that goes through. Um, but then Millie says, yeah, we, we've heard that Charlie McNeil is coming this week. Unsure if true, we, you're not going to get you're not going to get him and McNeil. You, you're going to have to pick pick one or the other, aren't you? Really, because yeah, you can't. Yeah. There's no point having six loans in your squad because you only have five in a matchday squad. So. Yeah, it's one or other, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you'd have thought so. You would have thought so. Um, we'll have to wait and see. It's going to be interesting these next couple of days. Um, well, Monday and Tuesday are going to be quite interesting. Um, it may well be that we see some deadline day action from Rotherham United, which would be unheard of, to be honest. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. I have to dust your yellow tie off, Matt. I've got it. I found it just in case we needed to do a special show on the deadline day. The oh. yellow t- yellow tie is ready to go. I'm a, I'm a shirt. Um, so we're ready to, ready to go if need to be. If there is going to be, if Jelly answers, is there going to be, is there a special? If we get wind of a potential sign on deadline day, we will be doing a deadline day special just because. <laughs> Millie Click, we might even get a fax machine. Make sure we get a fax machine. You yeah, get one, I know, and I'll yeah. get one. <laughs> we'll just fax each other all night. It'd be great. <laughs> Are we gonna are we gonna order some off Amazon to come and stand them stand behind you and wave, but my wife will let me order it. Yeah. I will send Danny down to New York Stadium. It'd be great. We were be a right yeah. uh, <laughs> Um yeah, we're not done. Um I think Paul Davis is he, he's done an article on Fossu and basically in the article says we aren't finished, we aren't we aren't done. Uh Samerfield says the uh, Cafu one would be a permanent, which would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I suspect that would be a, a probably a replacement for Barlasser. Um It seems strange to sign these kind of players, and I know I, this this might sound strange, but we don't sign Portuguese midfielders very no, often. No. Not very Rotherham United, and you never know how it's going to go because they're so they're so different to what we're normally signing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel very Rotherham United, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because we 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 do need to move into the twenty first century. Uh, but you never know what's going to happen, do you really? You don't, dear. Do um, and having having watched some Portuguese football in the past, you know, um, we'll be lucky if he can manage to get down the tunnel without rolling around, rolling on, <laughs> rolling onto the pitch rather than running onto it. So we'll have to wait and see, won't we? But uh, I shouldn't have said that before a player's even, while the player's just even rumoured. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, he's got some pedigree behind him, to be fair. He's won the Greek Championship, I assume, that was Olympiacos, so obviously Forest's sister team or whatever they are. He's won a Polish Championship and a Polish Cup. Um, let's check some of his stats. I, I, again, there's no 
Um, John John Hensby says Cathu's stats he never plays. Well, if he's at Forest, they, they probably forgot they've even got him. Yeah, yeah. It would be another player that's been promoted from from this division as well. How many players? Are we are we unaware of a playoff bid that's incoming? Because <laughs> it, all these players were signed and have been promoted, haven't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ridiculous. He played 20 times last season for them. Uh, not prolific goal scorer. 20 goals in 260 appearances with 20 assists in there as well. Um, so, so, let's, mm. let's, let's wait and see. Um, yeah, don't know. Let's wait and see, Rick. Anything else you want to cover? We've, we've covered just about everything, to be honest with you. I feel like we, have, we had a lot to cover tonight. We've done most of that. Is there anything else you want to mention before I just run through any comments? I think we have, and 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 just as a general as a general sort of comment, I think that the transfer window this January has been probably one of the best transfer windows we've ever had. Yeah. Um, certainly in January, anyway. Obviously, it's difficult to it's difficult to um, to, to sort of compare it to the summer. Um, mm. but certainly, from a January point of view, it's been it's been fantastic. Uh, the, 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 the signings that have been brought in so far are, are, are all, all stink of quality, don't they? They're all absolutely reek of quality, which is not um, not a Rotherham United uh, trait uh, from, from, from before. So, um, fingers crossed that we're not done um, and maybe there are a couple more incoming. And if there are, we, we should be fine, you know, we should be absolutely fine. Given the two performances, the way the performances have have, have gone back to, to doing what we're doing, doing what we're good at, um, if we can continue on that route, then we, we, we should be more than comfortable, um, particularly with the additions that we've had. So yeah, January has been a, a good month so far. Mm. If you if we need to, we're well, we're recording on Sunday, so we've got two days left of the window. Where are the areas just finishing off? Do you think? One midfielder, a wide man, and a striker. Two midfielders. What do you reckon? Depends. Depends on Morrison, doesn't it? Depends on Sean Morrison. Um, it might be that we end up going back into the uh, looking at the defence um, and somebody else up front. I think we. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anywhere really. You know, we, we've got loads of players who can play in midfield. Um, who are more than competent enough at this level. More than competent. Um, so. Everybody needs a striker, don't they? Everybody needs a ten or fifteen goal striker. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the area that I'd be looking at. But we'll have to wait and see what happens with you, if anything. Well, well this is the room I'm going to make up on the spot for you. Um, Swansea have got rid of Michael Obafemi. Mm. Now he was the guy that was sort of the the, the domino. Uh, he'd gone to Burnley, and he was the one that. Swansea were going to replace with Gio if they got a reasonable amount of money now. He's gone on loan to Burnley, I assume for some cash as well. So that could be a domino that's just just fallen from Swansea's end, which then would make them kick, kick, kick themselves into gear to pitch, try and pick Gio up in the next two days. The problem Swansea have got is if you're trying to take Gio off as we a day left at window, there's going to be a premium for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Whether, this one, whether they're going to be willing to pay that cost is, is obviously another question that for me, that's one to keep an eye on. I, I have yeah. no information on that, but knowing how transfers uh, transfers work, 
Mm. That's how it goes. Uh, we should. I also want to mention Burnley. Their their admins uh, transfer reveals have been epic. This transfer window, yeah, they've been so so good. Um, the Shrek one was something else. Which one? The Shrek one. The Shrek one was brilliant. That yeah. was just amazing. They've lad the Lord Farquaad one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that were amazing. Um, Sam, Todd, if you're listening, you need to begin, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I mean, we've probably got like a team of 15 people in media team yeah but yeah, but... <laughs> um, yeah as long as we get signings who cares I just want signings to the door but I we should yeah, yeah. you know I, I don't want to praise Burnley for too much else really after no no no, no, no. Chile RC he was uh, did he miss the city on the opening day yeah Michael Obafemi is the one that missed the open goal at New York Stadium on day one yeah, yeah. Um, thanks Michael that's Sorry. how good he is Yes, I could be. Right. Let's end it there because I can't think of anything else to say. There probably is something. We will be back, certainly back on Thursday, where we will be previewing the first and only South Yorkshire derby at New York Stadium this season, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sheffield United will uh, just coming off a draw at Wrexham. Uh, We'll talk about that, talk about what to expect from those guys. Um, we know it's going to be a tough game. Preview that. If there looks like there's any transfer movement on transfer deadline day, we will be live on Tuesday evening, probably later than normal. We'll probably do it maybe nine o'clock, something like that, because we might need to go through to the deadline potentially <laughs> if there's something on offer. Um, oh, that'll be a really interesting listen for people, that won't it? <laughs> we'll have to get some topics to cover yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah, you might need to. Yeah. Um, um, one of the comments somebody just men- mentioned there, Ronnie Moore. Is seven- oh, God, yeah. Um, I think we should wish Ronnie a happy birthday from all of us. Um, good, man. good man. Yeah, the king. Uh, one day we'll get Ronnie on podcast. That's the that's the dream. I don't think he'll come on, you know. Oh, we're going to get him on. I'm pr- I think, or another, we'll get him, we'll get I think he's on. got face on with us because we didn't put him in. Us? No, no, no. Us? <laughs> Not me. me. <laughs> All right, I think he's got face on with me because I, I, I we put him as manager of the old time eleven and not a striker. I'm sorry, Ronnie. You can have both, mate. You can be player manager. Happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, we're, we're Ronnie. Lovely, mate. <laughs> we do love Ronnie. Like, we'll, get him, we'll get him on one day, um, and yeah, we'll talk about all the nonsense that's going to happen. Sheffield United on the Sheffield United game, the early kickoff. Remember Saturday. That's exciting. Um, thank you all for being with us. We'll try and find out what's happened to Danny and hopefully be with us next time. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, we so please do subscribe. We'd like to keep up to 900 subscribers on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed already, please do subscribe on there. We, we ramp up to, to the nearer the target. And if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or whenever you get your audio podcast, please subscribe. And if it allows you to give us, please do a five star rating because we're getting loads of them. So they're, they're really, really good. Um, Mick, it's been a pleasure just me and Lee again. Like that's like the old days. Thank you for being with us. About Danny, I don't know where he is. I hope he's all right. I'll text him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, and we'll maybe see you Tuesday. If not, we'll see you on the normal episode on Thursday evening or Friday morning, whenever you listen. Thank you very much, everybody. Cheers. Rebel. Vicious. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again! The magic man has come up with another trick! Well, there's a chance to seal it! It's done! It's 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.